Ah, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It's the Plank Show. Y'all ready for the postseason? Giddy up, away we go. Speaking of being ready for the postseason, I think uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma softball uh, appears primed and ready for the postseason after uh, what happened in the Big 12 tournament uh, championship game. We've got all sorts of reaction to that. Of course, the the field, the bracket of 64 is set. The Sooners, no surprise, the number one uh, overall seed. We can run down the Norman Regional with you. Good morning, everybody. Josh Elmer alongside Connor Pasby, of course. Plank uh, in the T-Row in the morning slot this morning. So that paves the way for Connor and myself to have a little bit of fun with uh, you this morning. Not that Plank and I don't have fun. We always have fun. But uh, it's just Plank and I, we have to wait a day for us to to hang out uh, tomorrow. It's actually going to be a little bit of a weird week because Wednesday I, I won't be here because it's a moving day for me. So it's this this nine to noon slot this morning and this week is going to be a little bit funky but hey that's uh that's typical for this time of the year and into the summer months hour number one as always brought to us by van who's fence that's vhfence.com 405-735-1167 the the text line already already a boom and some thoughts on alabama some thoughts on doc rivers and I guess let's start there first with the NCAA softball bracket. The uh, and good morning, Connor. How are you, my friend? Good morning, Josh. And I hope you hope you had a great weekend. It was Mother's Day weekend. It was good. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Made the uh, Mom made the the trip back from Connecticut. She was out there seeing folks at the college and nice. uh, celebrating Dad's birthday. He got to go to Fenway Park for the first time uh, in his fun. life. So, anyways, they're back. They're they're. They're safe, safe and healthy, and everybody's good. It was a good Mother's Day. Still need to take Mom out to dinner, so we'll get that taken care of uh, this week. How was uh, your weekend? What was the the highlight for you? I just went back to Enid for the full weekend. Enjoyed some family time. I uh, got to see my mom. We went out to eat. Went to Chili's oh, last baby. night. She wanted to go there, so... Yeah, went to Chili's, enjoyed some softball, watched some baseball as well, caught some NBA, uh, NBA playoffs, so it was a pretty good weekend. What uh, what was the go-to last night? What did you order? I had the little Big Mouth Bites. Big Mouth Bites? With fries. I try to switch it up every time I go to Chili's instead of getting the chicken crispers every time. Chicken crispers are good. Yeah, it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to go against Underrated that. wings there. Underrated wings. Yeah, well, those are good too, yeah. So the, the Big Mouth Bite, is that, uh, is that just a burger or is that like sliders? Sliders get four. Okay, that's get what four I, of them. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. Chip salsa queso too, which you always gotta Ooh. go with that. Ooh, yeah, sauce is kind of a must. Over Pretty there. good meal. That's good. Yeah. Well, mom, mom was happy. She was. Yes, that's important. She's that's a bit. Important. She's a big softball fan too, so she wanted to watch some softball, of course. And if my mom's listening, uh, just let me know where you want to go to uh, lunch, <laughs> yeah. lunch or dinner. So you you name the spot. Well, good morning, everyone. The uh, The softball bracket is set. How do we feel about it? How, how do we feel about the path for Oklahoma? I'll be honest right now. You could put UCLA in this Norman Regional, and I think Oklahoma's coming out of the Norman Regional and coming out of the Super Regional and going to the Women's College World Series and tracking down another national championship. It just feels like this team right now, the the pitching – 
is working on all cylinders. Again, what uh, this staff has collectively between uh, Starocco and May and Jordy Ball. And then the bats. Uh, we see Haley Lee rewarded for her performance in the Big 12 tournament as the uh, most outstanding player. Haley Lee and Sydney Sanders, we wondered earlier this season, Connor, okay, when when are those transfer bats going to come around? And it just feels like, hey, now that has happened too in conjunction with who Tiare and Jada have been all season long, what this staff is doing. I just don't know that anybody's going to be able to beat this team. But now you got to go out and earn it. So 43 wins in a row is is great. Oklahoma softball, they're, they're four wins away if you're looking for the Arizona tracker, the all-time wins tracker. They're four wins away from tying it, five wins away from, from breaking it and having the all-time consecutive wins record. So that would mean – sweep through the regional, sweep through Supers into the Women's College World Series, knock on wood here for you, and uh, Oklahoma softball would have that all-time wins record. Right yeah. now, feels like they're probably going to do that, Connor. Yeah, it's just really just pick your poison with this team. You just mentioned Sidney Sanders and Haley Lee. Uh, big power with their bats in the lineup. They're a team that you don't want to be on their side of the regional. That's That'll be Clemson if OU gets past uh, the Norman Regional 1 versus 16. But the path looks really good for Oklahoma right now. So I've got comments from, and maybe there's more comments out there, but I was uh, going through a little audio before we came onto the show this morning and heard from the NCAA softball committee chair with Holly Rowe. I don't know if there's another interview that I'm missing out there somewhere. If there is, feel free to pass it along via the Knippemeyer Chevrolet text line. And it's it's typical – committee chair jargon buzzwords really no answers I thought Holly Rowe was just and I love Holly but she was speaking of softball just chucking softballs to home plate to the committee chair didn't press her on Alabama really at all sort of loaded the question for her and really that that is the question right how is Alabama five why is Oklahoma State six though I would say in Oklahoma State's instance I don't know they necessarily got helped out all that much. Yeah, they're going to host the the regional, which I I think they earned the right, Oklahoma State did, to host the regional. Now, being a national seed, it didn't feel like after they exited the Big 12 tournament and the way the season ended for Oklahoma State, kind of felt like they had played themselves out of being a national seed. But, okay, so they're a national seed, and if they – if they get out of that regional, that includes a Wichita State team that has given Oklahoma State fits. Okay, yeah, big time advantage potentially down the pipe uh, with with Arkansas in uh, in that super regional matchup. But uh, I don't know some some questionable bracketing. Yeah, it was. I mean, Wichita State's a team that swept OSU in the regular season. If you want to talk about Alabama. I mean, they get an easy path, it feels like, too, in their regional. LIU, Central Arkansas, and Middle Tennessee, those three teams in their regional. But those are – Alabama and OSU have not been playing good softball late in the season. OSU's, what, 12 of their last 15 losses to end the regular season? Yeah, not, not playing good at all coming down the home stretch. You, you would think – you would think that that would – that criteria would factor in and work against you, but it clearly did not. And 
let the age-old debates resume. How much do conference tournament championships and tournaments in general matter? Some some instances you feel like okay they do, and in plenty of others you say ah, yeah it didn't didn't seem to matter all that much over here. So I don't know, puzzling. But we've got a bracket. It's uh, it's a tough job, obviously, to put sixty four teams in uh, in their bracket location. So always a little bit understanding of that, though. No, I, I don't think this was a great job by the committee. Having said that, laser-focused tunnel vision for Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma's okay with what Oklahoma has gotten. California, I know Plank mentioned it earlier, but California's a team that beat UCLA in the regular season. They've kind of been up and down, but not a team to look past of, past of if you want to count Cal and Missouri. So the... Yeah, Cal and Mizzou. M- Missouri, by the way, how about this? D- did you know, Connor, Missouri was the last place team in the SEC? Last place? Last place in like, the standings. Like, didn't make the, didn't make the tournament? I think they were in the tournament. They were in the but, tournament. But they, just in terms of win-loss and conference win percentage, they were dead last in the SEC. And here they are. Not, not that they shouldn't be. I, I mean, it just speaks to the quality of the SEC. I was thinking, though, I, I can't imagine that that has happened for outside of you, you go win your conference tournament. I can't imagine that's happened for an NCAA men's basketball tournament or a women's basketball tournament or your road to Omaha. That's got to be, if not the first, on a very, very select list. So they finished the regular season 34 and 24. They, okay, they won one game in the SEC softball tournament. They beat Mississippi State and then turned around and lost to Alabama 7 to 2. But a record of 34 and 24. And, you know, that's a, that's a good record, and the SEC's really, really good, but 7 and 17 in conference. Holy cow. Is bringing up the rear. That's uh, the seller. I mean, unless they, ha- unless they have some good wins. I mean, I'm just going through Well, and I'm the sure schedule. they do. Yeah, they do. They beat Northwestern early on in the year. And, and here's the deal. You look at what the committee put out there in terms of just the bracket itself and who was right there on the cut line. Missouri, here it is. I was trying to find it. I've got it now. Cal State Fullerton. Nebraska, Notre Dame, Texas State. Those were the last four in. So Missouri wasn't even in. They weren't even that's on crazy. even near the cut line. My gosh. So that's just kind of, uh, I thought, was one of the, the wild pieces of uh, this bracket for, for Oklahoma. I think many people thought Utah should have been higher, too, than a 15. People were upset about that. And who knows? If I'm UCLA, I'm not real thrilled about it. Because that's a team you lost to, or Utah beat them. Well, and and I just don't think they're the 15th best team nationally. So if I'm if I'm UCLA and I'm projecting forward, I'm saying okay, we win our regional and yeah, we get to host the Super there. And theoretically, if it goes according to plan, we got to play Utah. That that's our reward for being the second best team. So I I would argue that UCLA got kind of the short end of the stick in in that equation there. Texas at 13, no love. Speaking of, you know, get to the Big 12 tournament championship game, and it doesn't matter. There, there you go for Texas as the number 13 overall get seed. C- get Seton Hall and Texas A&M. You got two other Texas schools, too. You got Texas State, the fourth seed. 
who again three uh, last four in La- yep. last four in there <laughs> texas a&m you think that was made for television or no 100 percent. yes so the uh, i guess i can just run down the norman regional itself for you in, in case you don't know uh, oklahoma number one overall seed they will welcome in california and missouri to their regional ou will open versus hofstra the uh regional that they're paired up with is the Clemson regional that is uh, Clemson Auburn UNC uh, Greensboro and Cal State Cal State Fullerton so if it goes according to plan Oklahoma Clemson for a berth in the women's college world series the uh, the rest of the national seeds let's run down that when we come back for you and we've got the committee chair. We've got Patty Gasso's initial comments on the uh, the bracket itself. All of that, plus your phone calls, your text messages. We got the the NBA to talk about. Conference finals are set. It will not include James Harden. It will not include Joel Embiid. It will not include Mr. Doc Rivers and uh, some others. Uh, well, won't won't include the defending champions either. After uh, the Lakers took care of business versus Golden State in Game 6. So what do you think about the NBA playoffs? All of that. Sooner baseball. We said they needed to go to Spokane and sweep. Mission accomplished. Just underway. It's the Plank Show hanging out with you on this uh, Monday right here on The Ref. Back with you to get things really cooking next right here at the home of Sooner fans. Back with you. It's the Plank Show. Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's uh, doing well. Hope you had a great weekend. Happy Mother's Day belated to uh, all the moms out there. You guys, uh, well, uh, can we say, as our old friend Kevin Durant would say, you the real MVPs out the there. The real MVP. Appreciate uh, all the moms making uh, making sense of uh, all of the craziness that is uh, their sons, like Josh and Connor. It's uh, hour number one of the Plank Show, presented by Van Hoos Fence. That is vhfence.com, 405-735-1167. Get your fence in shape for the summer. It's go time, baby. It's uh, right around the corner. So, mentioned it uh, before the T.O. Here was Holly Rowe with the softball committee chair talking about, well, how did you put this hunk of junk together? Yeah, this year um, it was very evident there was a lot of parity in college softball um, and so the committee you know had to look at a lot of really good teams with good re- resumes and particularly for the top eight um, we really had to dig deep and um, look at top 10 wins for teams that um, would help us differentiate teams from the others in the field you know as we look at some of those teams that are high in the bracket Alabama jumps out at number five but they have six top 10 wins Tell me a little bit about their situation and how you're evaluating a team like Alabama that's had a great regular season but has some injury concerns going into the NCAA tournament. Yeah, so those aren't really factors um, that the committee necessarily focuses on. Um, we keep our focus on the team sheet, um, what a, you know, a team has done throughout the season, their resume, um, and the results on the field. And so that's what we keep our, our focus on. Uh, we don't necessarily always um, know the information about injuries, and so we just try to keep our focus on the teams. So, Kelly, it sounds like the committee put a ton of weight on top 10 wins, top 25 wins, and head-to-head. Fair to say? Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It looks like a great bracket, great competitive balance. We appreciate your time today. Thanks for having me. So, should 
Should committees factor in injuries, in your mind, Connor? No, that's stupid, in my opinion. So, Alabama, if they, based on their resume, were the fifth-best team nationally, even though the Fouts injury means that this is – if she's not able to go, basically means this is nowhere close to the number five team in the country. Keep them at number five, based on the body of work. Yeah, I mean, because Fouts was with you all season long and she got you to that point. You just don't diss a team because your number one pitcher is down like that. So, no, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, I guess I guess I agree with that. I, I just don't know. Maybe I don't. I, I think you have to factor it in. I, I think you have to. But then again... I guess we don't have the final answer on Fouts yet. Yeah, and then the Texas OSU thing. I know Sean is waiting on the phone line. He's got some things to say about how that seeding work, about how OSU is ahead of Texas when Texas sweeps OSU and they got one less loss than Oklahoma State. Well, let's go to the phone lines and let's bring Sean in on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line, 405 329 9,000, if you want to jump uh, jump in, chime in as well. It's uh, it's all yours this morning. I know there's a lot of folks that want to react to this bracket. Sean, what say you? Injuries, you got to gotta factor them in or no? Well, I'll, and good I'll morning. touch on that. Good morning. Uh, good morning to you both. I'll touch on that in one second. But first, it looked like a looks like a bracket that was lazily put together sometime probably Thursday. And we just had to plug in a couple of mid-major conference winners. Bama finished fifth in the SEC. Yeah, they're not even ranking the top ten. I've got nothing against Bama now. To your injury thing, I mean, Bama fans should point the finger at Pat Murphy. Go get another pitcher, dude. I mean, he. I love Montana Fouts too, and the thing has been to, you know, ride her arm this whole season and I get that what what it looks like to me is that there's a lot of ESPN uh you know puff pieces about her career that they got to run between now and the World Series and if they're not there that's going to lose we're going to lose a lot of uh filled space that's as odd as I've ever it just, the whole thing was odd the, the SEC by the way you guys touched on something earlier this is the first time in three years the entire league hasn't made the tournament because Mississippi State didn't get in. And there is an ESPN push, to say the least, in the diamond sports behind the SEC, much more than the other sports. I know people talk about it in football, but it's, it's blatant and it's evident in the diamond sports, and we're going to see this again when they do baseball. But it was just odd to have them – I mean, again, the SEC is the number four RPI league this year. And then you've got Texas, and I can't stand the horn. And I thought they came across as rear ends in their live shot. But they they finished second in the conference. They got to the conference tournament title game. They swept Oklahoma State. They've got a better record. Explain that one to me. It's like they put this thing together Thursday and thought, eh, we'll plug a couple of teams in on Sunday. Let's go get a drink. Nothing about Alabama's case would say. Oh, uh, Josh, one thing real quick before you get into Alabama. And it looks like they think Fouts is going to be out during the regional. So let's pile them full of 
I mean, and I've got nothing against these teams, but low, their bracket's less impressive than OU's. Yeah, it's uh, no Power 5 team in the bracket. None. Central Arkansas, Middle Tennessee, and LIU. I mean, it looks like, yeah, just maybe pencil them in to the uh, the Super Regionals. A lot of people would feel that way, no doubt. It, it was it's it's just as odd. It was just and the, I mean, who was Holly Rowe? I love Holly Rowe. And Chris touched on it. Talk about throwing softballs and the Kamala Harris answers that lady was giving. I'm like, do you, were you even ready for this interview? No, I mean that was no. as much a gobbledygook as I've ever heard. It is, uh, it is amazing, isn't it? How unprepared committee chairs are to answer these kinds of questions. All levels. Yes, it's, yes. No every single tournament. It's yeah. It's just terrible. It's just terrible. Alabama, by the way, 12th in the RPI. That that does not signal national seed. Uh, we, we already talked no. about their place in the SEC standings. It's not like they went and won the conference tournament. They're 40 and 17 overall. So, yeah, it's, you know uh, it's crazy. What, what screams national seed is what I said before. We've got a lot of human interest stories about Montana Fouts we've got to run. It seems like it. And I I love Montana Fouts, but this is, this is, that was odd. When that popped, I don't even think Alabama thought that. They couldn't have. They were going crazy. I mean, that was just weird. It was a weird way to, it was a weird uh, bracket. It's just odd. Well, and the reaction anyway. from the Alabama fan base was, huh, <laughs> well, we're kind of surprised, too. Thanks. Oh, and by the way, I'll leave you on this, too. Nobody should be in any way thinking this, that they want history to be made and that they want Oklahoma to do it. They don't want to, folks, they don't want to three-peat. They don't want a, a winning streak. What they want is OU somehow to get beat. That's the drama that ESPN is going to be pushing for the next three weeks. Well, tough news for ESPN because I, I don't I don't think they're going to get either of the pieces of drama that they want. Sean, appreciate it. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Have a nice morning. Coach T still hanging? We got Coach T. Okay. Let, get to Coach yeah, T? yeah, yeah. Let's get him before we, we hit a break, and then we can start sharing some of Patty Gasso's thoughts and more. Coach T, what's up? Good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, bud. Hey, you're right on Alabama. That's a joke. A lot of people feel that way. Yeah, and when they showed them last night, it's like they won the national title. Their coach is going nuts over there. They didn't deserve that because they don't even know if she can uh, pitch. But like you said, the regional uh, really got a good deal on the regional. Well, I would say say if Fouts is a no-go for the entirety of the postseason – I don't think they're making the the women's college world series. Uh, I would definitely no, I take Northwestern it. in the supers. If they get through the well, regional, yeah, they probably have a path through through that. But uh, I don't think they're beating Northwestern if and when it gets to that point. Yeah, well, I tell you what, look back and uh, and I'm not a Texas fan, but they got hosed last night. They got completely hosed because they should be ahead of OSU. I don't know how OSU pulls a sixth seed when they lost all their games at the end, and they said, well, they got that seed because they won all their games in February, March. Well, what about uh, April, May? You don't, you don't count that? And I do. 
Oh, I thought that's bad, and I thought Northwestern Stanford got hosed too. I thought they got bad. Yeah, Stanford. My goodness, and Florida. You get Florida in their regional. What, what do you guys? I mean, what do you make of Utah being all the way back at fifteen? A, a lot of people thought that was kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, and I watched them play UCLA. They're not bad, and they got two of the best players hurt in that game. Well, and they still beat UCLA, and that is on a collision course. That part. As a neutral observer, I would not rate it as job well done by the committee, but uh, from a television perspective, if you're telling me UCLA Utah Super Regional, okay, well, job well done there. That yeah, that sounds pretty good. I'll sign up for that. Yeah, well, and Utah got a pretty good. Uh, they got a tough regional, right? So Utah, yeah, I mean they've got Baylor in there. So yeah, I, I think Oklahoma fans would tell you. Yeah, absolutely. Baylor's capable of of winning that regional if everything goes right. Yep. Well, I'll tell you what. I sent a text in this morning, and OU, it's to win or lose it because there's nobody in the nation as good as OU. Only way they lose is if they just go out there and lay an egg. It's hard hard to envision somebody beating Oklahoma twice. And right now, it's uh, 43 wins in a row. I would tell you it's hard to imagine anybody beating Oklahoma once. But yeah. the idea that uh, even UCLA, Florida State, Tennessee, that one of those three could beat Oklahoma once or twice, it's a heavy, heavy favorite. And maybe maybe we're falling a little bit prey here to the fact that they've won 43 straight and they're back-to-back national champions. But they do, Coach T. They look and feel like as much of a national title favorite as they've been at any time over the past decade, well, and, and they've won a bunch of these. Well, they got better pitching. they got four studs out there, and I don't know if you can score two or three runs on these girls. I mean, they just, they're just loaded. And then, like Patty said today, it's not just their nine players batting. they got girls on the bench that are pretty good, too. So they are, they are right up there loaded, and uh, – the only thing else i got to say is I hope the golf team does good. I know it's probably wet out there at that golf course today. That's right. That's right. Boomer Sooner, uh, swing them swing well, hit them straight. That's right. Hey, have a good day, bud. Coach Tease, thank you for the phone call. You have a good day as well. Fired up this morning. Oh, baby. He's a bundle <laughs> of energy, isn't he? Oh, man. A bundle of energy. you got to love Coach T. <laughs> got to love Coach T. So we've got all sorts of post-game reaction as this is a very softball-filled hour number one. Haven't even really dove into the Knippemeyer Chevrolet text line. We've got uh, a bunch from all of you out there on the text line. But the uh, reaction from the win that was over Texas, Patty Gasso, her initial thoughts on the bracket that is for Oklahoma, and uh, so much more to get to. We haven't even uh, – we- just scratching the surface, we can talk NBA playoffs. The uh, Sooner baseball team did the job that needed to be done this weekend, and now they got a chance, got a chance to to finish this thing the right way and uh, track down an at-large bid. And, hey, this is a program now these last couple of years that, no, it's not been fast starts, but it has been frantic finishes, and last year nearly a frantic finish all the way to a title. So, so much to get into this morning, plus your phone calls, your texts. Josh Elmer, Connor Pasby, it's the Plank Show, back with you in a moment right here on The Ref. Fun morning so far, and we're just getting going, baby. It's the Plank Show, Josh Elmer alongside Connor Pasby. 
and alongside all of you in the ref army right here. It's the home of Sooner fans. Hour number one. Presented by Van Hoos Fence, that's vhfence.com, 405-735-1167. Somebody asked from the 918, who is Oklahoma aligned to play for a Super Regional? And the answer is Clemson. Well, would you like to jump in here? (laughs) Maybe Auburn. I don't know. I, I I think Auburn can upset Clemson and move on. Those would be the top two. Uh, if it goes according to form, it would be 16th seeded Clemson, and uh, Auburn would be uh, the number two there in that uh, Clemson regional. So that's uh, that's what's on paper set to happen uh, from a super regional standpoint for Oklahoma. Uh, Patty Gasso, after the uh, win in the Big 12 Tournament Championship versus Texas, Feeling pretty good about the way that uh, her squad played. And here was Coach afterwards, the opening statement from down in OKC. Just a really complete game today. On the mound, at the plate, I think we had a little bit of a slow start. And then we really started to fire on cylinders about the fourth inning on. Uh, Loved what Jordy did coming in. Haley Lee was just outstanding this week, this weekend. Um, I really loved our five, six, seven, eight, nine. Did a good job of coming in um, and getting some really timely hits. So, uh, just a really clean game. Played really well. Well, that is uh, a nice feeling to uh, leave the Big 12 tournament championship, have won 43 in a row. And Patty Gasso, if things didn't go according to her plan or up to her standard, She'd say as much. Yeah. For her to say, hey, we played really well, Connor, she thinks they played really well. Yeah, they they took care of business, and I think everyone thought or expected an OU versus Baylor matchup in the semis. Instead, you get Iowa State, you run through them, and just take care of business against Texas, 6-1, to one, not really that close. They put up some runs late in the game, so I thought they played really well. I know Patty does, too. She got some bats that got hot in that tournament. Haley Lee uh, was extremely well. Yeah, Haley Lee uh, got things going, got the party started with the the solo bomb and then uh, came right back, had a big base knock, and then Brito got it going, came home. uh, And how about the the base running from Jordy Ball, who, oh, by the way, Jordy Ball was asked about uh, said base running. And, uh, well, she had this to say about the base running run being scored if i can cue things up here (laughs) there we go kind of not uh how do i put this bear with me here everybody please i I can't operate uh technical machinery here it's a lot jordy ball um yeah so i saw the ground ball it took the third baseman more towards shortstop a little bit so i got kind of a bigger lead because no one was really at third and then when she threw it i just went for home Pretty simple and straightforward. That is simple, yeah. And what about her versatility, Connor? She can do a little bit of everything. Um, Like you said, just kind of be ready for anything. I think all parts of the game are really fun. So um, (laughs) whenever I have the opportunity to be able to do something besides just pitch, it's really fun. But also we have a bunch of girls that do all those things very, very, very well. So it's fun to watch them do it too. But like you said, just always be ready. (laughs) Incredible athlete. Yeah, you don't see that often in a diamond sports where – 
one of your better pitchers is your base best base runner. When a ball gets hit in the gap, when you can go first to home like that, like Jordy Ball can. I mean, that's she's a big spark when she gets on base. Can or when, when she's pitch running. Yeah, can, can get out there and really make some things happen on the base paths. And we know, absolute uh, rock star inside the circle and, and can swing the bat if, uh, if needed to as well. What does Patty Gasso think about the tournament draw? A couple good minutes with Patty Gasso from the selection show with Holly Rose. Sounded like well, this. We are so excited to be joined now by one of the greatest coaches of all time in women's softball, Patty Gasso. And Coach Gasso, hey, how are you? I'm good. Thank you, Holly. Good to see you. Great to see you. Okay, you saw the bracket. How will this team open up well at home against this uh, bracket that you have as you defend your national championship? Yeah, I, we got to do like we play every game, come out, play hard, be focused, um, execute, uh, all the things you need to do to win. You talked a little bit about your fall season and just how you got that championship mindset in the place that it needs to be. You were just having one of the greatest seasons in softball history. You could break the all-time record for wins. Tell me how that fall period helped you get this mindset right. Well, I think we just competed against each other day in and day out. We have a very balanced lineup, very balanced team where I can interact, bring in Athletes, anytime I want. Uh, if we have injuries, it's not something that we would panic about because we have such a, a good contingency of players that can come in at any time. So uh, it's consistency, it's hard work, it's grit, it's clutch, it's all those things you need in postseason. You know, we talked a little bit about your schedule. You really challenged your team in your non conference schedule. You are 20 and 1 against the top 25 in the RPI. How did you try to plan that out to make sure that you were battle-tested for postseason? Yeah, it's, thankfully, um, we got in some really good tournaments. Some great teams agreed to play against us. So uh, I'm appreciative of that. But uh, that's We're not afraid to lose games. We like to go in and just give it all we have. And if it's not good enough, we know what we need to do to be better. But the goal was to load it up and see how we handle it. We had a good pitching staff to handle it, a good offense, uh, good defense, and just a lot of players that are hungry to get in. So it was hoping to give as much opportunity to everybody on the team as possible. Well, Patty Gasso, you challenged your team. They have responded. You said you're not afraid to lose. Good news is you haven't in like 43 games. So we'll see how the postseason goes for you. We can't wait to see the Sooners in action. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Yeah, uh, don't have to worry about the the Sooners uh, losing too uh, too often. Just the once this season. Yeah, then came back and took care of business against Baylor after you lose to them early in the season. But packing up your non-conference uh, schedule like they did and still just run through teams is really impressive. Yeah, to have won this amount in a row and to be on the doorstep – of history, the way that this program is from a national championships in a row perspective, from the consecutive win streaks perspective, and to have done so, well, to get a national championship, you're going to have to beat good teams, right? It is what it is. That, that's every year. But uh, this season, the the schedule that Oklahoma put together, Connor, and to have navigated it with just the, the one blemish is amazing. And a sport like softball where – we we saw it at times. Everybody they threw the everything and the kitchen sink at you. 
pitchers by committee, right? Everything that they could come up with to try and beat this team, it came close a couple of times, but uh, a sport where it can be the bats go silent. We've seen that a couple of times from this team for one day or a half inning just goes wrong uh, defensively, an error or two, and then a pitch goes wrong and somebody uh, takes it into a gap or takes it over the uh, the fence and all of a sudden you just don't have the bats to, to go beat a team that day. Oklahoma has won 43 games in a row. Just, 43! Just crazy. And when they were down 2 to nothing in that Oklahoma State game, they showed the dugout. They were smiling when they were going to the bottom of the seventh inning, and believe it or not, they put up four runs. To go undefeated in conference play, it's not like the Big 12 is a bad conference. you got three other teams that are ranked uh, top 25 nationally. It's really impressive. And a couple of those teams, Oklahoma State, Texas hosting regionals. What say you? we got a bunch of responses on the text line. Let's rifle through them and clean up our number one. Next right here, it's the Plank Show on the home of Sooner fans, Josh and Connor. Back with you in a gif right here on The Wrap. Closing up our number one, it's the Plank Show. Right here on the Ref Radio Network. It's the home of Sooner fans. He, ladies and gentlemen, is Connor Pasby. I'm Josh Elmer. Good morning. Hope everybody had a great weekend. And to all the moms, a very happy Mother's Day to you. Van Hoos Fence, vhfence.com, brings us our number one. Number to call, 405-735-1167. A lot of good mornings uh, to start, appreciate that. Very kind of everyone. Uh, 580 Nate. <laughs> this is its own animal, and this would be a shifting of gears. We'll hit this next hour. Name the Doc Rivers team that overachieved, and why can't he get Embiid the ball? Why can't he get Embiid the ball somewhere other than 30 feet from the basket in a big game? If I were a Sixers fan, I'd be humiliated, but I'm not, so I'm just enjoying the process. <laughs> Dude, they were horrible, him and Harden. Especially in that third quarter. Dude, they put up 10 points in the third quarter. It got I, run off the court. I think that's tied for the least amount of points in a shot clock era. 33-10 in the third quarter. Boston smokes, outscored uh, Philly. Yeah, it was – I mean, it was done. The uh, – what was the, the stretch? They went like six minutes or something yes. without scoring. It was so bad. I, I get a little bit in college, but in the NBA to go six minutes without a point, not just getting to the free throw line because you know how – the NBA can call so many shooting fouls, but that just blows my mind. We, we can talk more, more in detail about this coming up next hour. From the 614, sigh. Top 25 wins. Bama is 9 and 10 against the top 25. Not good. We have something similar to the uh, Knippemeyer Chevrolet text line 214. Don't count out Central Arkansas to take out Bama. They are a tough team. Well, they got a two seed for a reason. Not a power five, but yeah, really solid two seed. And I think people are already predicting them to beat Bama. <laughs> well, and I got news for you. Everybody that's not a Tide fan is rooting. Well, and, and that'd be the case regardless, but when you when you probably unjustly get the number five overall seed and you're playing at home yeah, people are rooting for Central Arkansas, right? 100%. And it's Alabama. It's uh, it's not necessarily an athletic department that has made itself very popular this year with, I don't know, a, a situation with a, a couple of basketball players, situation with a, a head baseball coach that may or may not have been uh, betting on his team to lose. So 
They're not a likable program and a football program that's won, I don't know, a, a, a bunch of national championships. It's an easy school to root against. Yeah, and if they didn't have a easy regional like they do have, I mean, they they would not be feeling confident going into their regional with their main pitcher out, Montana Fouts. But there's going to be so many Central Arkansas fans behind behind softball. Two one four says, "Yeah, well, they shouldn't be that confident. Shouldn't be. Uh, shouldn't be that confident." Gunny of Stutzman's Army. Softball isn't how it used to be. You can't just ride one arm all season long anymore. It's changed. It's changed. And I think, you know, that on cue here with the Montana Fouts discussion, you put all of your eggs in one basket, and Fouts is great. Great. She she would have been capable of potentially taking Alabama to the Women's College World Series, and who knows, red hot to a championship series, whatever. I don't think anybody's beaten Oklahoma, but – She's good enough to have found that, but when you don't have another option, a serious option, all of a sudden she gets hurt, and you're uh, you're in a world of hurt. So, but bunch of teams now have two really good arms. Alabama's just been riding Montana Fouts all season long, right? And, and that's on the coach uh, to to not go find somebody else. That's it for hour number one. Hour number two coming your way next, where we can talk a little baseball. We got so much audio from the Sooners uh, and and softball we haven't shared with you. It's the Plank Show, hour number two, next.